Welcome to a bonus episode of the Encourage podcast. Each weekday, we meet you right where you are. And today, we have a special conversation for you. Listen in and be empowered by the hope Jesus gives. Welcome, friends. It's so good to be with you for this conversation today. I'm Grace Pichot, and I'm here with my co-authors, Mary Carver and Anna E. Rendell. Hello. Hi. Hello. We're so excited to be here talking about our new devotional, Empowered, More of Him for All of You. This is a book unlike any of the ones Encourage has ever published. Um, have you felt powerless um, or wondered why you go girl statements just don't seem to last long um, uh, or have a lasting effect on our souls? Maybe you felt like you're both too much or not enough. Well, us too. We thought there was more to being uh, more to being empowered than those believe in yourself and you can do anything statements. Our empowerment comes from the Holy Spirit. It's God who empowers us, not a self-help book. Which empowered is not. No, yeah. <laughs> empowered is designed to incorporate the five major components of our being. So that's physical, mental, emotional, relational, and spiritual. 60 scripture passages and devotions invite you to see from different angles how God empowers us. And each day ends with prayer and reflection questions to deepen your learning. Uh Empowered comes out really soon. It comes out on the 15th. Uh, so right now you can still pre-order a copy from any retailer. And when you do, we will send you one of our Courageous Bible Studies for free. <laughs> um, you have to fill out a form. It's really easy uh, at encourage.me slash empowered book. So pre-order your copy anywhere until the 15th and then fill out that form and we'll send you a Bible study for free. It's a really good deal. Oh my gosh, deal. that's so great. I know. That's such a great deal. And for five weeks, we are bringing you these conversations as we go through Encourages Five sections. So the three of us are having conversations and sharing stories together about each category. And today we're talking about the relational category. Yeah. So um, I feel like this category is maybe not one that um, we think of immediately when we think of kind of being empowered in who we are in our, in our beings. For me, that, that I gravitate more towards thinking about like my physical part of my being mm -hmm. or even my mental part of my being. But I think, you know, as we've discussed in empowered and, uh, and here in our conversations, um, I know we all agree. We really think God cares about all those parts of our beings. Amen. And yeah. he made us to connect with others, right? Like he made us to be relational. That's how he is and who he is. He is the father, son, and the Holy spirit. He is three in one. He is more than um, just one even being. There are all these aspects to, to who God is as well. And so he is in relationship um, and he's in relationship with us and we're in relationships with others. And I think it's, it is, after all, a natural part of who we are. It is part of that part of our being and God cares deeply about that. And so we included that as one of these categories um, in Empowered. And so in Empowered, I wrote one piece in the relational category, which 
If you have the book um, or you download your free five devotions, which you can also sign up for at encourage.me slash empowered book, you'll see that each of these pieces that we wrote, they fit into one of those five categories and they're all noted in the top. They say relational or mental or spiritual. Um, We really like things to be presented. uh, My brain can only stretch so far, so we made it easy. (laughs) We don't have to keep track of everything. So the one one of the pieces I wrote under the relational category, um, I told one of my favorite stories, which comes from when I was a camp counselor in college. Did, were either of you, did, was camp part of your life at all? You know, no, I went, actually. I went to camp, but I was never a camp counselor. I okay. always wanted to be. It yeah. seemed very cool. <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> What about you, Grace? Did you go to camp or, or work there? No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. Here, so I'm in Minnesota and it's like an actual frozen tundra outside right now. But in the summer, it's beautiful and lush and green. And there are so many camps here. It's kind of a rite of passage to go um to go to camp with your <laughs> with your church or your friends or your family. And I loved camp and I worked there um, several summers. We got, I got married at a camp. I love camp. So for me, there is no more relational place. That's one of the ones that I think of right away. And so this story is about one of the devotions that I did with my campers. Um, and it was all based on Psalm 139, which mm. is probably my favorite. Um, and it, it talks all about how intimately and deeply and wholly God knows us. Um, Mm -hmm. Lord, you've examined my heart. You know, when I come and when I go, you know, when I sit and when I stand, you know, everything about me. Mm -hmm. But the part that always sticks with me is that uh, the psalmist says, your thoughts about me outnumber the grains of sand. Hmm. (laughs) Blows my mind. (laughs) So what I would have these girls in my cabin and we would go this camp was on a lake because we have a lot of those here in Minnesota too. And we would go out to the lake and um, this probably wouldn't fly now. Uh, and it's kind of gross, but I would tell them to lick their fingertip <laughs> just, just a little bit and then swipe it in the dirt um, uh, that we were sitting on or, or the sand if we were actually on the beach. And then I would tell them to count those grains of sand just on their Aww. one little fingertip. And obviously, you know, you can't. And so then we would imagine a lake shore and think about all those grains of sand and then the sand under the lake water. And that's just Mm -hmm. one lake in Minnesota where we have at least Mm -hmm. 10,000 of them, you know, (laughs) and we go out and out and out until we were at the ocean and then we're at the waters that cover the earth. And it's unfathomable. The point is Mm -hmm. how much God thinks of us. And so this relational Psalm, um, kind of led me to think about that no one knows me like God does. And I remember um, when I was in high school and, and even middle school, college, my whole life. Okay. Who am I kidding? My whole life. (laughs) I still do this. I want my friends to know me like so well, like to, to know and pick up on when I'm being a little off and then they can ask about it. And I want them to know, you know, all those little things about me, um, which in this, in the empowered book, I, Mary, I feel like you'll especially understand this. I say, I realize these are like really high expectations of friends. And I completely blame all of my 
YA novels that I read during that time. <laughs> That's fair. Right? They set us up for disappointment. Yes. <laughs> yes. They led us astray. <laughs> Anyways, it just made me think like about being known and how right. badly I want to be known, how scary that can also be. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about how well the Lord knows us and and how that can bring I don't know kind of a host of emotions like right. if we're in a relationship with him and we're talking with him and spending time with him he's going to know who we are and do we really want him to I mean mm-hmm. I go there sometimes do, right. does that is that weird do you do that too <laughs> No I I was I was going to ask you know how that was then and now you know your life is totally different. You still love camp um, (laughs) and God still loves you and knows you. And I think for a lot of us, we, we want to be known in the details Mm -hmm. of our lives. And I, I was wondering, um, you know, now in your life, how do you feel known by God in the details Um, or, you know, in, in little ways or mundane ways, or maybe in, you know, fantastic magical ways. I don't know. I mean, that's my ordinary day. It's just fantastic (laughs) and magical, right? (laughs) There's twinkles all around. Right. No, that's such a good question. Um, I think the, the first things that come to mind are the little things it's seeing, um, the special way that, well, this is so, um, this is so me like the snow right now is so twinkly and sparkly. It's beyond beautiful. I love it so much. And I feel like it's just a little present for me. I mean, <laughs> it's not, it's snow, but it feels like it's a little present for me because I love it. And so the way that the sun glints off the snow or, you know, when I sleep through the night, <laughs> it feels like yes. a gift, right? I mean, that's not quite normal, um, <laughs> in our house yet. And, those kinds of little things um, come to mind, but then I think about those fantastical, magical things, and thinking about um, even the path that led me to my job. I mean, it, it's been—I've worked with Encourage for um, well, it's nine years now, and wow. um, yeah, which went really fast. It's like a time warp, you know. Um, so nine years and and just the way that God wove in and through different paths um, and storylines through that time that led me to, um, now I work full-time at Dayspring in a little bit of a different capacity, but still focused on Encourage. And mm-hmm. so just to see his hand in all of it and, and to be reminded that he sees me and that is somehow enough on the days where I don't feel worth knowing. I don't feel empowered to be, Mm -hmm. you know, who I am because of whatever, or it won't go over well with this person, or they don't really want all of me or, Mm -hmm. um, but he sees me and almost proves it shows me, um, shows up. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. It makes so much sense. And I, I'm always so overwhelmed when God shows us so specifically that he sees us. Mm. Uh, just the other day, I, I was sleep with something and, and who I rarely talk to and see in person even less often. 
sent me an email, like not a text message, not a box, an actual email in my inbox and said, I want you to know, it was like all caps. I want you to know how important you are to me. And you are, she said, I mean, her words are like, you are a great writer and your words minister to me. And I wanted to tell you that today. Hmm. And I was just like, how did she know? Well, she (laughs) knew because God told her. Right. 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 (laughs) But I know that I've gone through plenty of seasons where I have not felt that. I have not mm-hmm. seen that. Mm-hmm. And so, Anna, as you're talking about how, um, how much it, it means to you to, to read the Psalm and then see in your life that God knows you and loves you. Mm-hmm. What would you tell someone who says like, they don't see that they're not feeling that they don't see mm-hmm. any evidence that God wants a relationship with them mm-hmm. in this way. What would you say to that person? I would, I would first want to hug them and at the same time say that's baloney. <laughs> a little bit of tenderness and a little bit tough, um, but it is baloney. Uh, I mean, we're literally made because God wanted us. That's, mm. We were made on purpose because he thought we should be. We should be here and wants to know each of us. And I think on those days when I don't feel worth knowing or, you know, deeply um, because who would want to, and I'm such a mess. And if they only really knew all of those kinds of thoughts, I do look at this Psalm and I don't say that lightly. Um, I am a terrible daily Bible reader. I am a terrible, unfaithful Bible studier (laughs) is not part of my rhythm in this season of my life. So when I say I hold on to part of scripture, I really mean it because it's not um, my my default. I have to, I have to remember it, but this I remember, and it comes up in my brain when I need it to, because I have held on to it for so, I mean, decades now, because working at camp was a really long time ago. (laughs) So it's been literal decades of holding this Psalm in, in my spirit and in my heart and, and leaning on that hard when I don't feel it and knowing that that truth that he thinks of me, mm-hmm. even when the snow isn't sparkly, um, he is thinking of me as many times as there are grains of sand. I, I can't let go of that image. That is so precious to me. And I see that for, for other people too. And so that's what I, um, tell others and I tell my kids and I probably should tell you guys more too. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love that, Anna. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Well, would you mind if I prayed for us as we start to wrap up? Be great. Please. Lord. Oh goodness. You have searched us and you know us and you still love us. Thank you for an indescribable love that embraces all of me as I am, all of us as we are, each one of us. Even when we feel unknown by others, help us remember that your knowledge of us is a comfort. It is a truth. May we spend our days living into the strength that you offer in being known. Amen. Amen. Oh, I feel so... I feel filled and grounded knowing Mm -hmm. that I'm known and loved by God. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, 
that's it for today. We will be back next week with another conversation about Empowered that you don't want to miss. So remember to pre-order your copy of Empowered from any retailer and get that free Courageous Bible study. Um, fill out the form at encourage.me slash empowered book. And you can always find us on social at encourage, I-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E. Bye. 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 The Encourage podcast is brought to you by Dayspring, makers of your favorite cards, books, and gifts. Visit them today at dayspring.com. 